Here we are with the post-game interview for the European Grand Campaign event. A lot of fun, a lot of casualties on both matches. Both matches, more like Bloody Lane, were very, very surprising to watch, and it was it was very good. We have a bunch of leaders from the event to talk about strategy and more. So with that being said, let us introduce the players that were on the USA team, the CSA campaign tonight. First, we have Shanks. Um, Shansom, first lieutenant for Top Sales Rifles and his division's first NC. Thank you. And then we have Pearl. Hey, Pearl, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, 24 Georgia, and also representing uh, the Peach Corps in the campaign. We have that one guy if you'd like to introduce yourself. Howdy, howdy. I'm one of the captains for the battery in 13 Georgia. And then we have Matt Cawthon. Hey guys, 13 Georgia, Company A, First Lieutenant Matt Gotham. All right, thank you. Those are our USA representatives. For our CSA representatives, uh, who are the USA campaign, we have Core. Um, hello, my name is Core, uh, leader of the 14th Brooklyn Colonel uh, of the Iron Brigade. Thank you. And then we have Ninja. Hi, my name is also Core, and I will be representing the Pennsylvania Army. And then last but not least, we have Preacher. Hello, my name is also Core. No, I'm just kidding. I'm unoriginal. My name is Preacher, um, first VA Cav. Uh, not in game. Well, sort of in game, just in my tags. Uh, uh, thank you. And then your announcer team for today is myself as Guardian Eagle with Lakota Wolf. It was wonderful being here. I had a lot of fun. I'm excited to uh, ask some questions later. And with that being said... Let's get started with this post-game interview. So, the first round was Nicodemus Hill. The USA did up winning that map, despite taking 1,000-plus casualties. So, we're going to start with the USA. USA team, what was your strategy going into the round, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? USA meaning the team that played USA that round. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, on the first map, which was uh, Nicodemus Hill, the strategy was we were going to put um, HD's battery was doing uh, counter bat. Um, the uh, lightning battery and Patty's battery were kind of trying to hit, I believe, the top of the hill on what would be the USA's far left, CSA's far right. Um, they were doing that from the uh, far USA right battery. And then we were doing a full infantry push to the right, get a foothold, uh, look for times to draw them out with the cap and make them come fight and get some casualties that way and try to get them all the way down. And that was pretty much it. Shane, do you have any view from artillery? Uh, yeah. So um, we were originally going to do counter battery. We, on our first shot, we did flip the cannon. Um, but then later on, infantry needed help. So we provided the assistance they needed yep i was on the, the battery with uh, patterson slightly better with them assisting uh our goal that yeah, was to hit the, the csa uh right side as they like to hide up there we're pounding there then we had to change one cannon over to counter battery in the middle of the back in the middle of the battle they were getting close to us so to defend ourselves and try to shut down that far csa far right battery I mean, just kind of assist something. Matt Cawthon, any thoughts for the infantry for 13th? 
No, uh, we just pretty much tried to uh, hug into those corners and try to hide from uh, artillery shots and get some shots and break them down. So. All right, cool. Now we'll be moving on to the CSA players for that round. Uh, what was your guys' strategy to defend Nicodemus Hill, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Um. Well, shall I start off? Your uh, Go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, first of all, um, strategy was to hold off the right side. Um, didn't know at the start um, if they were going left or right. So um, yeah, right is probably the best position to hold on that map. Um, making use of the forest uh, snake fence and all that kind of stuff uh, to shoot down on them um, because there is not a lot of cover, um, in my opinion, on the left side. Um, yeah, and with the ever-changing uh, battlefield, yeah, we had to um, try and protect our cannons um, at the, at one point. I, I don't know which group it was, but it was a group very close to our cannons um, trying to take them out. So, uh, yeah, reacting to that and uh, posting up near the cannons on the left side. That, right. uh, that was kind of my view for it. That uh... All right. I mean, you can... So at the start of that map for CSA, if you go right, you can still kind of stop them or at least see them coming from the left and, and react to it. But if you don't go right and they do, there's nothing you can do about it. They take the high ground and you're basically screwed. So you, you kind of have to go right. I mean, I don't see a whole lot of other really good winning strategies without getting at least a foothold on that right-hand side. For Nico. Were you also trying to preserve tickets by having most of your team stay up there? Um, that was the general idea, yeah, to preserve as much tickets as possible. Um, you know, because you don't have a lot of tickets on this map. You know, staying as much as possible information, try not to be out of line, all that kind of stuff. Alright, and then the follow-up question to that, and this involves Preacher. Um, so first VA Cav was protecting artillery on the left while the rest of the team was holding back. Then first Delaware also went over to the first VA calf. If you guys were trying yeah, to preserve, pretty if you guys were trying to preserve tickets, then why was the first VA calf a very small regiment in this event over there that could take skirmishing and out of lines? Oh, cause we were up by the arty and um, we were close enough to him to, um, to be in formation. Um, I just figured our, uh, a combination would uh, stop any counter battery from taking out uh, skirmisher tickets on our end, and uh, you know for the artillery guys, and as well as uh, being near the fence in between the fence and the guns to uh, keep us in formation, as well as um, an easy rally point uh, for us to move out from main spawn because our team only had three flags, right? And um, uh, I wanted to keep those uh, lanes clear uh, so we didn't use the flags at any point, and uh, it just it, it was just it, it felt easiest for uh, team cohesion. And uh, I'm a big preacher of uh, the caissons being used as cover. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we did step out beyond them a few times. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else, Preacher, you want to say for first VA Cavs perspective for the round? Um, I didn't initially agree on the um, on, on moving everyone right. Um, I was concerned. I, I think my words were uh, on complacency and then guys team killing and then, you know, them getting us while we're trying to get us, you know. Uh, I'm glad that uh, – um, you know, uh, there were a couple hiccups, uh, as we discussed prior to this, um, uh, but they were sorted out. And um, 
I, I, I was never on the right side at any point during this, uh, that entire map. So it was like a whole new style of playing it. Um, it was, it was really, it was fun. It was a lot of fun uh, on my part, uh, for me at least. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what it looks like on the right. Um, like it was like on the other side of the, the other side of the moon to me. Um, and good job holding. Cause I kept looking at the map every time I died and, uh, it, it looked it looked like it, it got close a few times at least. It did. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I got. Thank you. All right. Well played by everyone. Uh, now moving on to our second round, Bloody Lane. So CSA did win this, to my surprise. Um, so USA was attacking though. So the USA players, what was your strategy to attack the Bloody Lane, and how did you react to the ever changing battlefield? Um. So the, the strategy was basically to go ahead and cap point right away. Um, and then there kind of was a call to, to head over to the left after about half of the fighting force went to the middle to go, I mean, straight to cap. Uh, when we went over there, um, just became a charge instead of like a, you know, a gunfight over there on the left. And then, all the flags went down and then from then on out we had a couple big you know like hey let's all go do this and then about three quarters of the army would would go do it and so it often became a 3v4 in terms of the regiments and we just kind of never held up on any of them because we were just out outgunned on all of them yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So it seemed like a lot of your charges were really spread out there that time. Was that like a planned effort or was it just kind of a failure to communicate type of thing? I, I would say just, yeah, communication breakdown. Um, I, a, lot of, a lot of charges I didn't even know were charges. I thought we were headed to points to, to you know, gunfight, you know, right across the road from each other. And then next thing I know, like we just don't stop, and we're and we're meleeing. Yeah, it seemed a little bit rough there for you there for a little bit. A lot of trickling in on the Union left, CSA right side. Yeah, yeah, yeah which cost you. Yeah, but that was pretty much it. I mean, uh, it was a really long event. I say the. I, th I think we were tired. <laughs> I think that yeah, that's, chat, the stream chat was like, let's get this over. That Nicodemus took all 45 minutes. Like, that was a long yeah. Nico you guys played. Yeah, yeah we started yeah, 25 late. Yeah, yeah, plus server issues and things. And it was like, ah. Oh. But the balancing was Yeah, this fixed. one took long. Yeah. My frames dropped to nothing sometime yeah, in the end. About four, okay, okay. End of Nicodemus, I had about five frames a second last, like, four or five minutes. I completely froze during the the charge on point for a good three to five seconds like i thought i crashed but then i came back yeah yeah like i i had problems with with shooting my pistol like i shot one shot and then i kept reloading and i couldn't fire my second shot like oh, no. <laughs> so then we all agree a, a draw for nicodemus is a good uh, yeah yep good yeah. negative <laughs> ghost rider <laughs> <laughs> um uh, one one's fun 13th or Shanks, any perspective from Union for the second round that you guys want to give? I think uh, Pearl pretty sum summed it up pretty much. We just kind of, like you said, trickled in. We couldn't get organized good enough, and it just came down to the wire. So it is what it is. Uh, it was well fought. I'd agree with that.
Sounds good. So, we'll move on to the CSA defense of Bloody Lane. What was your guys' strategy going into the round, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Uh, the first strategy was actually to hold the right. Like, if you control the right, in my opinion, you control as good as you can the map. Right side, as if you lose the right side, the CSA is the most difficult side to take back, in my opinion. Um, if you lose the left side, you can work around it and um, hit them from more angles. So, yeah, like holding that right side, that was uh, kind of huge for us. And, like, yeah, and the trickling, you know, uh, that happened during the game. Um, we profited from a lot of uh, people being out of line, trying to find their lines on the on the Union side. So, yeah, that uh, that really helped us out as well, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, it was just uh, shifting around, uh, keep shifting, keep looking where the uh, where the enemy flags are, good communication, and then uh, yeah, from there on we we just shifted, and uh, I think we worked uh, very cohesively on the on the second map. Totally. So was it your plan to really like stick together on that second map? I noticed CSA did an excellent job sticking together and staying in formation. Was that something you had talked about in Cord, or is that something that happened naturally on the battlefield? Um, officially, I wasn't uh, leading the second map, I, and I didn't do we, Cord. We so did plan that. We did plan to hold the right side as one big group until they, you know, if they established a foothold, then we would pull all the way back and regroup. But it seemed like we were just holding every time, so we just stayed yeah, you guys did an excellent job with that. Um, from the overview, I uh, could really tell you guys were moving as one cohesive unit. You know, just wanted to give you guys props for that. Thank you. Hell yeah, thanks. A lot of bounding movements, too. Um, I know, at least with, with, with First Day Cab, um, it was always, all right, swing around to the left side of PA, or swing around to the left side of 42nd, or, you know, uh, you know First Delaware. You know, uh, get your reload in and fall in and make a row behind them and then cover them, make, let them make a row behind you. And, you know, uh, that that was kind of our and plugging in gaps. If we saw a gap in the line, uh, we do our reload there. You know, so at least they saw some kind of some kind of continuity. If, if not us, um, then at least uh, the Yankees would. I think we yeah. had a really good move on their second push on the Union left CSA right where they pushed down the the road instead of like through the field there and we were hidden in the corn so they didn't see us until like last second we pushed up to the corn and like unleashed on them um i want to see what that looks like from overview if you caught that but um, it looks like we caught them by surprise they're pretty good yeah union had two prong that first charge was a two pronged it's like i think they're supposed to go together but one the one on the far right went and died then one came down the middle died and yeah any other comments or questions that anyone has before we wrap this whole thing up all right yeah i did want to say preacher um on that on that second map we saw you take your guys go up to the top of the hill and kind of like taking out some out of liners uh, uh wh what was your thought process with that and do you feel that that was successful I think it was successful um, due to luck, um, and uh, you know I don't trust anybody that, that doesn't have good luck. So um, <laughs> that's a necessary asset to have. Um, but uh, 
the thought process was um when people see a line they they react to it as though it's a line that's fully kitted and bayoneted and ready to go um i try not to um guys that are spawning in a main i don't care how many they are they can't do fuck all unless they're cav uh when they spawn in they can't do a thing there can be 50 of them um there could be five of them and uh they were running left and they were running right and while they were running we were reloading and you can't move and reload at the same time and um i just held that until our first guy died and um well the second guy that died was team killed but some i'm not going to count that one but uh <laughs> he went down and we, we made it back without any uh a surprise surprisingly um little to no uh out of line deaths um if any and uh very few skirmish deaths um i know uh, i died two times on bloody lane uh, several times nicodemus but yeah, only twice on bloody lane which is a, a fucking miracle but um the, the the goal was the goal was to never give them a chance to consolidate um go up and kind of just fucking blast them and fucking run before you know while they're trying to get those groups to everyone form up on the right and do that no 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 give them give them a buck and ball Cause and confusion get exactly yeah and that buys our team enough time to and as you saw they're, they're lined up on the road like you know brilliantly and um uh i think i think it helped them buying uh everyone enough time to reconsolidate move around i saw you know um uh United Alaskan Front, UAF, I think, uh, you know, uh, doing good, like, trade-overs, like, first Delaware, 42nd PA. Uh, um, they wouldn't have, I think we might have had less of a luxury to do so if um, if the Union were able to get those um, uh, co cohesive uh, attacks um, better. So there were a lot of targets that we bypassed, a lot of guys that we did not engage, that we could have engaged, because um, I wanted to get the guys behind them and make sure they don't see each other. Make sure that all you see is Rebs on the other side, one group of Yankees and Rebs on the other side. And it could be two of us. It could have been 20, but they have the same reaction. And it slowed them down enough. Good job. Yeah, it was yeah. a good job. That's a tough yeah. map to win for the Rebels. Yeah, true. Like, uh, I was uh, really like happy with our, team, uh, with our team today. Like, both rounds were fantastic, honestly. Even if we lost the first map, like the casualties we actually inflicted like first time i believe i see over a thousand deaths yeah. in in a game so hey that that was a 250 cool kill difference i think it was yeah like that. yeah and, so uh, and then winning the money at the end the, as well. the, yeah so that, that's that's, uh, that's really nice that's a big swing yeah like and uh to be fair like it's actually good that we uh yeah your token gets lost to the first map because, yeah so yeah, like we can get hit by the UAF now. We're a little bit further away from them, and uh, yeah. best case scenario, right? Best it's case like scenario, yeah. Way. Like yeah, just how we wanted it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Planned all the way. No, <laughs> no, but like um, no, really good maps. GG's also to uh, to Peachcore. Bizarre. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well done, guys. Well done. Uh, uh, 24 Georgia, 13 Georgia. The Artie, the Isn't... Union Artie on Nicodemus was very good. Yeah, on point. <laughs> I don't know if we caught that left gun near the end that we managed to get the drop on. That yep. was a pure accident. Yeah, we got lucky with that one. And we got away with it too. That, that's what blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, quick question about that Nicodemus on uh, CSA or USA Artie. Um, who moved that cannon way up there, and how long did that take you to get that cannon that far up? 
I think that, that was, was yeah, that was twenty fourth. Yeah, it was twenty fourth Patterson battery. They just wanted to try something a little different, get close because the battery we were using it's great for hitting the CSA right side and all that stuff, but hitting point you have that boulder set of rocks in the way, and it's really tough to get point. So they were just trying to move a cannon over. So we can have two cannons. One cannon to far right, twelve pounder has excellent view on point, but the rest of them are trouble. Are like behind the depolator, behind a rock. It's hard to see. They were just trying something different. I'm sorry, it was them. I don't like hurting snapperkins. I know we pushed <laughs> off a few little skirm groups that were trying to cap point, so we forced them to cap it as a group, which allowed our Artie to do some more damage. Yeah, Artie was Artie was really clutch. Yeah. yeah, I asked the RD at one point also guy. to aim all the guns at uh, at point, you know, and hold fire until they got on point. It was when we weren't taking losses, I believe, and I just wanted to be ready before they were going to cap or something like that. Yeah, I think that big volley towards the end is what dumped the frame rate, like all of the... <laughs> All yeah, yeah, uh, probably that's most likely it at one point, and then like it never was good after that. Yeah, well, both sides did an excellent job. Two hard fought maps, it was it was really a lot of fun to watch. Thank you, gentlemen. Nice. Hell yeah, thank you. That's how the game was meant to be played, honestly. That, 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 that was awesome. That was top tier gameplay. All right, I agree. Cool. So, with that being said. Thank you, everyone, for watching this episode. All the regiments that participated in this video will be in the description below. Join them. The EU Grand Campaign Discord will also be in the description below. And everyone in this post-game interview, if they want a social media link, that will also be in the description. Join our Discord. Become a frontline reporter and announcer like Lakota Wolf here. Very fun to have him on. Appreciate it a lot. And with that being said, like, comment, share, subscribe for more. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good night. Yeah,